It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I have Aaron Flottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, the abyss is uh, coming in quickly, man. Yes. Holy smokes. Yeah, fast and hot at this point. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, it's only going to be a couple week long, uh, abyss, because it's uh, three weeks to the beginning of uh, baseball season, April 14th, I believe. Coming up soon, yeah. It's... Yeah, so so the, the abyss is the abyss is light, and uh, you know even though our teams aren't in it anymore, March Madness is still fun to watch, and uh, the Bucks are uh, still going. So this is there. all good. Yeah, so we got we, we definitely still have things to talk about, which is always good. But uh, yeah, uh, we got Packers are wheeling and dealing too. So there's there's always <laughs> that too. So yeah, and we'll get in all of that here once we get started, but. Remind you first off, you can follow this show on Twitter. It's at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host. I make it easy for you. I say it right at the beginning of the show every week. And Aaron, I know you're on Twitter because I follow you. My son follows you, and my wife Wait, follows you. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, well, they said that there's 1.3 billion Twitter users these days. So that oh. minus about 580, and that <laughs> or. That many don't. Yeah, Anyhow, let's not make the math. Uh, yeah, you can show. find me at Cheddar Talk, John. You can find me at Cheddar Talk. <laughs> okay. Trying to and, keep things light this week. Right. That's always good. Yeah, Twitter was fun for me this week. The first time somebody apparently tried to hit on me on Twitter it was strange, but basically just ignore those sorts of people. So we're just moving on and moving on. But let's get right into everything we have. Uh, we're going to start off right away get into this uh, this week with what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, so main event, let, let's do a little bit of Packers. Just, we do have a couple, you know, very small stories, I guess. You know, super small. Um, oh, yeah, Devontae Adams got traded. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. That. I don't know if people were paying attention to that. I guess you know, it's just something yeah, that happened. Yeah, it, uh, it's kind of kind of a thing. Uh, kind of uh, a, b- a bit of a blind side too. A lot would say I didn't see it come. As a matter of fact, I think going into the beginning of the season and then coming into this off season, I think it was a foregone conclusion that we might not have Rodgers, but we're definitely going to have Adams. I think the feeling generally was we'll have both of them or we'll have neither of them. That if we're getting rid right. of Rodgers, we'd try to move on some other way with without Devonte and just really blow it up or that you know we'd keep Rodgers and Devonte would be along for the ride but we have Rodgers and not Devonte and apparently Rodgers understood that as he was signing his deal cuz um he got he, he finally signed that uh 3 year contract before mm-hmm. and um yeah so now picking up it looks like a first and a second it's uh 22 and 50 is it 55 50, I forget the exact number now. Sure. First and the second, though. So we have four picks in the first 60. Right, which is good. And, you know, it makes that. And, and back to what we were talking about, of course Rodgers knew because after everything that just happened in the last year here, do you really think it would be wise for the Packers to sign Rodgers and then do that to Adams? Yeah. I, they, I don't think that. Yeah. That they definitely talked to, to Rodgers on this one. I mean. I don't particularly think it's one of those things where it's like, oh man, you better talk to Rogers before you try to try to make a decision on something like that. But it's like they obviously did. They obviously cared mm-hmm. to do it. They they started doing that a lot more last year, and I think that that's just the pattern they're going to set for themselves going forward. Um, it's it, it it's a decent trade. He was going to get. I mean, he already signed a giant deal with Las Vegas. Um, you're going through this in my head because they were. LA and Oakland and Las Vegas in, in my right. lifetime. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah, it's, it's good haul for somebody who didn't want to be here. Somebody who was going right. to cost too much to keep at, at what he wanted to get to be right. here. 
and really wanted to go. And knowing that he was basically going to force his way out or, along the way, they still got a first and a second for him. And uh, Right, because, yeah. I mean, if, if, he, if we would have kept him on the tag and he wouldn't have played, we would have just paid a whole bunch of money for someone not to play, and then he would have been gone anyways, and we would have gotten a third-round compensatory pick in, like, 2023 or 2024. Right. So instead, you know, it's... It's actually a pretty a pretty good deal considering because I mean the fact that he was a free agent at all we could have gotten zero, and instead we got a first and a second. So, hey, it's uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot worse scenarios. You know, Obviously, dude, just yeah. straight walking. You know, that's but I, that that makes sense now because with the franchise tag, that's the only way of trading him. Because otherwise, he's a straight. If you just let him go straight free agent, then there's nothing you can do with it. So yeah. and since being the Packers don't the Packers really use the franchise tag as a tool. They don't use it very often. I can I remember them talking about the last time they've used it, it had been a while. And obviously the Packers use it for said reason, and that was to just have him to trade him. And the Raiders actually had all the leverage, and it doesn't surprise me that, that Mark Davis would give up that much for him. But anyways. It's kind of so. the weird part now. Like, if you look around the league, really, just the value of receivers isn't what people think it is. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's it's a weird bubble in the market that everybody wants this. You know, the top of the line, true, legit number one, uh, and they're willing to trade. I mean, they traded away a first and a second in a year where there are a ton of good young wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But I think the big thing is there's this there's an arms race going on in the AFC West right now. Because Russell Wilson is with the Broncos. Devontae is now with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chargers added some defense. Um, they, they, where did Randy Gregory end up going? Didn't he go there? Or I'm getting this mixed up. There's several people moving. But the West is picking up, and everybody's getting ready. And even even the Chiefs got into us and signed uh, Juju Smith-Schuster this last week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the biggest thing is they're afraid of getting left behind. And were willing to pay to make sure they could keep pace uh, with all these other teams in their own division who are in this arms race. Meanwhile, the Packers are dealing with a, a division here where uh, the Bears are in rebuild. The Bears just cut bait on a whole bunch of uh, calf space and a bunch of players. And uh, you know, Khalil Mack is gone. Um, Allen Robinson is gone. And so the Bears and the Lions are in full-on rebuild. And the Vikings are just picking up guys we cut. Because Zadarius Smith is now a Viking as of today. Uh, shortly before this podcast, it came out. Uh, he's tweeted out, you know, meet at the quarterback, referring to the old uh, purple people eaters. And and him and, you know, Daniil Hunter, that's a really good group. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that, that's a good twosome uh, if, if Z's back holds up. You know, because mm-hmm. having a back go is a very bad, bad thing for somebody who makes money, you know, using their body. Right. Yeah. At any position, but especially anywhere on the line, there's a lot of pushing heavy other big heavy other people around at the line. Yeah, and so immediately Vikings fans in their favorite part of the year, the the part where they don't play actual games, um, talking a lot about this one, which is fine. I mean, that's a good signing for them. It really is. He's a great player, and I I wish him well. But I mean, the big thing is also the Packers' offensive line didn't get worse suddenly. Uh, having him rushing against Bakhtiari, I mean, he does very well, but if Bakhtiari's back and healthy and feeling good, and he just got married like a week ago or so, um, mm-hmm. then he's he's easily up to it. And we'll start seeing when Elton Jenkins comes back. Uh, a guy I work with apparently saw Elton Jenkins out and about town the other day, <laughs> so he's okay. up and moving around, says he feels good. So it's like, all right, cool. But um, well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the key. He's the key to this whole offensive line problem that would that could potentially arise. But I mean, if we have Bacteria and Elton Jenkins both playing, uh, that's going to be a good half of the line no matter what. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get into more other things. You know, the the draft is late April, the twenty third, fourth, and fifth. So um, we'll we'll talk more about that as we go. But those are the couple little little movements that were made this week in the NFL that pertain directly to the Packers. I mean, other than we already know Khalil's gone. We already know that uh, Allen Robinson is gone. Um, oh, yeah. Khalil Mack, he went to the Chargers. 
That's who it was. Yeah, he's in Chargers. So, yeah, that's another yeah, part of the yeah, he's that opposite AFC. Bosa. I was racking my brain, man, because I know that they just signed Gerald Everett today, but I was like, that's nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, he's a nice tight end. Um, but I couldn't, I was racking my brain. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. The guy from Chicago. Yeah, and the Gone. Bears the Bears did sign Equinemius St. Brown. So, and uh, um, Luke Patrick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they signed Lucas Patrick. Um, yeah. it was a nice offensive line piece. He's, he's a good backup guard and he can come in and play. He can definitely start in the NFL. So oh, he, it's he a nice bears Twitter. And he's, uh, he's, he's a pro bowler shoe yeah. and shoe and all pro first <laughs> team next year. He's a solid player. It, it's a good yeah. signing for the bears. It, it, it is whatever you want to say. If you want to trash on the bears, let's save it for times when they actually mess up. That was a decent signing. They, they need a lot <laughs> yeah. of offensive line help. And they got a guy who, at worst, is a very good backup who can play two different positions. And right. if you know, he might be your starter, and that's fine. And, he started, and, in the yeah, NFL. yeah. And I mean, and that's and also too that the the Bears can get away with the Bears fans can do that because not a lot of people know who he is. As opposed to Equinamia St. Brown, that was that was some fun uh, mental gymnastics watching them trying to tell Packer fans how great Equinamia St. Brown was and how we stole. They stole the best receiver from the Packers. Well, it's not the best, but he's nice. It, he's a it nice receiver. It didn't, it didn't last too long. The, yeah. the S talking didn't last too long. Let's put it that way. He'll like, be a good third uh, receiver. That's what he is, and that's kind of what they paid him. So you know, it, they were good signings. They didn't get they didn't get hosed. They they picked up two nice players uh, who right. are going to fill a role. Be valuable for the team, provide necessary depth, and they'll see what they can do in the draft since they don't have a first-round pick because they already picked the quarterback of the future who needs to now grow without having his best wide receiver. Uh, but they still got Mooney, so we'll see. Right. And uh, But, you know, we did steal somebody back from the Bears, John. Oh, yeah? You tell me. Yeah, we got their, we got their punter, remember? Oh, yeah. Huzzah. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. But what happened? What what happened with the um, what's his name? Who we just lost? Bahorquez. Yeah, what happened there? Was he just? I, I don't. I know. didn't think he was too terrible. But no. Sometimes you just move around. You just try to see what else is out there, I guess, and just make their moves. So I'm not okay. as worried about that. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, in All terms right. of the the sports where they're actually playing games, the biggest things are uh, March Madness is. Uh, over in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> Just that's the end of it, everybody. It's so the biggest thing, I guess, if you, both teams, the you know, Marquette and Wisconsin, because GB and Milwaukee didn't make it. But th- for those two teams, um, it, it's they just did not. Uh, they did not have kind of the, the, the you know, whatever it is. They didn't have the it when they got to the end of the year. They, they felt good earlier in the season. And maybe be the peak too early. Maybe that's what the issue is. But whatever it is, they both fell apart right away in their conference tournament and then didn't look good in the NCAAs. Now, the Badgers had a better chance because they got to play, you know, a three versus a 14. And, you know, Colgate, this is how much better Wisconsin was talent wise than Colgate. Um, Johnny Davis couldn't shoot in the first half. Colgate shot 45 plus percent from the three point line and lost by seven. Like that's how far back they, they really were. So I, uh, you know, didn't want to hear anything else about it. It's like, that's, that's what happened. Like the Badgers are just way better than that team. And that helped, but right. Eventually that'll catch up. Yeah. It only goes so long. Um, still they, they didn't have enough to, to win the second game. Um, Iowa State came out stronger. The Badgers played like they were afraid they were going to lose the next five minutes at the the entire game, it felt like. Um, weird passes, like jumping, stopping your dribble way too early and then trying mm-hmm. to throw it to somebody and just whipping it out of bounds. I think they said 17 turnovers. 17 turnovers in this game. Just uncharacteristically bad. In terms of well, that, well, at, half, at halftime, I heard LePay say that they had more turnovers than shots made. Yeah, it was 
It was very bad. So it was a it was an ugly game. It was an ugly, ugly game. And Chucky Hepburn going down wasn't nice. Um, I mean, what were they? Two for twenty one from three. And like you just said, it was some and, and and the the amount of just like just keep shooting threes and it's not working. It's like that. It's like that meme of uh, Nick Foles from the Bears last year on the sidelines. It's not working. You know, like it's just, you could just, and it was, it was not looking good. Iowa was pushing the Badgers around a little bit too. And I mean, there was some, there were shots that were airballing. Uh, Like you said, missed passes. Just it, it looked like, it looked like a high school team playing except for their size. Yeah. That, and I put out the meme that I made on that with, with, you know, the Drake meme. It just felt like they had the ability to drive to the rim at any point they wanted to. Like the number of times I saw Davis drive to the rim, but then kick out to a three point shooter who missed, they shot Mm -hmm. 9% from three and then insisted on continuing to do it. Right. It was just, it was really bad. So just, they just could not make their shots and, and, and people were getting mad at guard, but here's the thing. Like guard can't make them make their shots. They had open shots. Like the system was working, they had open shots. They were missing everything. I don't know what else to tell them. It's just they were bad. They just did they go. Pa- did they go partying in Milwaukee after beating Colgate on uh, the, uh, two nights prior? I don't know. They better not have because they, I mean, like they shouldn't have felt too excited about that win. Um, right. They they didn't win by as much as they should have. They did win. Just you know, it wasn't particularly. It was not the game they should have played. So well, yeah, and it, I mean, it's like you said, yeah, they they it was you know they're definitely the better team, but I mean, there was points in that Colgate game too where it was like, oh god, you know, like, and it, it, here comes a here comes a three point run by Col- Colgate or something like that, and yeah, it, I don't know. The, the last weird. three the last three games of the season were not a good cap to an otherwise pretty ridiculously good season. Yeah, so. I mean the the loss in the yeah, to Michigan State that wasn't good. The Colgate win was not a good win, and that Iowa or that Iowa State game was not good. That was absolutely terrible. Yeah, no, it was. And the, and the Big Ten as a whole kind of played terrible this last weekend. It, it was is I I just when you think your conference can stand out and go all right, Big Ten's finally the best basketball conference, man. Only advancing to Purdue and Michigan, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, Badgers had a had a good draw because, I mean, the way it's kind of working out, they would have been in very good shape if they could have just pulled through this little stretch, but they couldn't get past Iowa State. So, I mean, Iowa State played their game, what they were supposed to do. Kalsher mm-hmm. shot like crazy, and the Badgers – I mean, Badgers were right in front of him. He was making contested shots, and the mm-hmm. Badgers players just were not hitting shots, and that's that's basically it. They just threw the ball away, and and it took a ton of threes because they felt like they really needed to all game long. I mean, they were two of twenty three. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just you you can't you can't do that. That's just not going to work. So, no, but yeah. you know what? Good on the Iowa State team. Um, yeah, good on their. Good on their coach, TJ uh, Otzelberger. He's a Wisconsin boy. He's from Milwaukee. That's right. They he's... were two and two and twenty-two last year, and now they're in the Sweet Sixteen. So, and UW uh, Milwaukee didn't hire him. That's the other thing I heard. It's like he was one of the guys. They just said, "Nah, we're good. We'll go with no, this." No, just instead. completely over overhauled the Iowa State team in two years. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And Iowa Iowa State looked like a real team. They 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 weren't they aren't as quick and flashy, but they were. They seemed big. And uh, Kalsher is a uh, Minnesota transfer. So <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that they had they had two two guys on their team from Minnesota, and I was like, God, no wonder the Gophers can't win. They've all the good players from Minnesota are off playing for other teams now. Yeah, I looked it up because you said it a couple weeks ago. Wisconsin produces more NBA talent than Minnesota does. You Just, mean for the state? But yeah, state high school players who get to the NBA. Wisconsin produces more NBA talent. It's oh. just a, yeah. I found that odd. They're not like up there, but you know, they've got well, a couple yeah, of Cause I mean, it's, it's cause we I was just going, I was just going over that with a friend of the show, Pete the other day, we're yeah. looking through all the, 
the best Badgers players come out and oh no, not yeah. not that stayed in state that went to high school here. Oh, I know, but we yeah. were just talking about other players too because Pete played uh, high school basketball downtown Milwaukee. Oh, okay. I forget which oh, shoot, what school did he go to. Anyways, because I was talking to him about that about the best player he ever played against, and it was de- for him it was definitely Wesley Matthews. But we were kind of going uh-huh. over like some of the better, not necessarily, not just not just Badgers either, but you know, other other players that have gone elsewhere. So it just seems like it seems like Minnesota. Maybe it seems like Minnesota has a lot more because they they export a lot of talent to other <laughs> schools than keep it themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Same but, with football. Um, yeah. Marquette uh, had a very promising season that just kind of fell apart on the stretch. Uh, they got they got ranked in the uh, mid-teens for a good stretch mm-hmm. there. They beat Villanova twice. Uh, they just couldn't – I don't know if they just peaked too early. The other thing is they're they're a very young team. Like the Badgers are starting, you know, Crawley and Davis, and, and Davis is great and he's gone. I mean, he didn't mm-hmm. say it, but he's gone. Um, he yeah, he gone, but uh, – those are sophomores and Tyler Walls a junior. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like it's a fairly young team, but that Marquette team's got a bunch of freshmen and uh, mm-hmm. they played above their heads for quite a ways. They had some good leadership. The uh, Evans played well. I'm sorry, Lewis. I mean, uh, Justin Lewis played well and uh, Marcel gave some good leadership coming in as a transfer out of Maryland. And they did a lot of good things. Shaka smart's going to get that team going. They're going to be fine. Uh, they just, mm-hmm. You know, they got a young team that faded late, and that's just kind of where it was this year. They'll be better next year. They're going to be uh-huh. better next year. I mean, Prosper's coming back. A bunch of those guys are coming back. Um, we'll, we'll see where they are. And I, I think they're going to be better next year. That's just me. I don't know what your thoughts on, on the, the Marquette season, Aaron. That, that's that's you kind of encapsulated for me right there. Yeah, it's they'll it's, be back. They'll be fine. And they I think they were a little ahead of track, you know, so, yeah, you, you, you kind of nailed it, John. I'm speechless. I'm absolutely <laughs> and speechless. they will be spending the entire offseason remembering losing by 30 points to UNC, uh, right. who then went on and beat the Baylor. So, you know, you mm-hmm. feel a little better about that. They're like, you know, they beat up Baylor. They should have beaten Baylor by more. It is a yeah. joke that they went to overtime in that game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they were up by it, 22. Yeah, you talk about the Badgers and the Marquette who were mid-teens, high-teens all year long, and then uh, here we are in the Sweet 16, and uh, there's Duke in North Carolina again. Yeah. Well, Duke we more expected. How... North Carolina fought their way back into there. No, I know, absolutely, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's, isn't that just, it's absolutely nuts. Of course. Like, <laughs> of, of course, of course, Duke and North Carolina are in the Sweet 16. And then you look through all the rest of the teams, uh, including with that St. Peter, the 15. Yes. The peacocks. 15, the peacocks, yeah. And it's like, and then it's even more depressing, like, oh, God, you know, because God bless you, St. Peter, but you ain't going to make it past eight, you know? Purdue. So, you know, it's like, and Iowa State, God bless you, but you ain't going to make it past eight. And it's like, it's <laughs> going to be Duke, North Carolina in the finals. God. Still got my Gonzaga. Still in there for my my bracket. I mean, I don't much care anymore. Is, is, is Kansas still hanging around? Yes, they know. are. They're in Sweet 16. Uh, that's what, yeah. So is that your final four? Duke, North Carolina, Gonzaga, Kansas? No. No matter how that first, no matter how much fun the first weekend is, <laughs> no, final I had, four is always pretty predictable. I had that's Purdue. What made, that's what made Shaka Smart's team so great, was that. I had Purdue what, getting to the final four because I didn't, uh, and it looks pretty good now because Purdue is now the highest ranked team left in that, that region because one and mm-hmm. two are both gone. But they got to play St. Pete's and then probably UCLA, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. First week in the March Madness is the best, man. It's hard to keep up. And it always makes me mad when when I'm missing one of the channels. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can always, if you get the CBS Sportsline app, you can usually follow most of it. They they usually make a good job of getting them up there. Right. Um, Well, um, well, and so, so, so on Sling, too, we have everything, I think, except for Court TV. No, which one was <laughs> either way. I forget which one it is. And they have the other scores up at the top. And so you can see what's going yeah. on. And I actually left the Badger Colgate game to watch the Davidson. Davidson and Michigan State. Michigan State game, which yeah. was a barn burner. That was a good game. Yeah. It was. And I actually watched more of that than I do the Colgate game. But uh, <laughs> cause it was the Col- 
the, the Badger Skullgate game. Let's let's be serious here. That wasn't that exciting either. So the biggest thing I think that you know everybody's feeling bad now. Like you're hurt now looking at this, but man, if you'd have told me in October that I was going to be sitting here watching Marquette and Wisconsin both in the tournament, and mm-hmm. they were going to be in games where they're technically the favorite home team, right? I'd have taken that every day. I'd have just taken them being in the tournament because I didn't expect that. We talked about this when the season began. We're like, young teams, you know, we were like, Badgers are going to have to have Davison try to carry this team. And maybe, you know, uh, Johnny Davis can can get something going. And he turned in just incredibly well. Just played incredibly right. well. Um, we'll we'll see the growth they get this next year. I think Tyler Wall is coming back because I don't think he's NBA particularly he's not going to be drafted if he goes out so mm-hmm. i think tyler wall will be back we'll have crawley um i think uh does neath have one year left i can't remember i'd have to double check that but i mean like there's a couple other guys in there who are going to be you know fine and growing into their positions but that's the one thing that did actually hurt the badgers this year is they didn't have any depth when chucky hepburn mm-hmm. went out they were playing a five basically their top five is what got them there and then mm-hmm. vote and neath rotating in um but didn't get deep enough into the bench to really develop those players to be able to step forward in that moment. Neath was brought in specifically because he's another point guard, but Mm -hmm. he, he, he's not Chucky Hepper. He's just, he's, he doesn't approach that. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good season. It was a great season to watch. It was fun to watch Mm -hmm. both these teams, uh, go out there and put forward just incredible efforts and represent the state very well. Um, and I know this is, the thing that's been the weirdest part of this is after the Badgers lost Marquette fans getting on Twitter and like trying to rub people's faces in it. And we're like, you know, that the rest of us rooted for you. Like the Badgers fans weren't rooting against Marquette. Nobody said boo about Marquette losing. Uh, we're right. like, yeah, we wanted you to win. And people are like, no, you didn't. Wisconsin fans hate Marquette. It was like, no, we don't. No, I don't no. know any Badgers fans who hate Marquette. I just don't. No. It's weird. Like I, you know, I grew up in you know around uh, Central Wisconsin with a school in Lacrosse and Madison. I've lived in the UP and Badgers fans around me my whole life, and yeah. all of them wanted Marquette to win in the tournament. It, you know, this one right. game a year you want Marquette to lose, and that's the one game they play Wisconsin. And right. that's the same way I feel about GB and Milwaukee. Like right. I root for Dub Mill, I root for G- UWGB. I'd like to see them win. I want to see well, them win well, the Horizon. You never year. hear like UWGB fans like. They're not, <laughs> yeah, they just hate us. Like, no, they're probably more mad at, at Dub Mill than they are at, at anyone else because, you know, that's the team in their own conference for crying out loud. They, they actually play each other. Yeah, no, them having a rivalry now that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. no, it's like I said, you know, having spent most of my life life out state, up in the northwest corner, like I yeah. have no idea, you know, Mar- oh Marquette, oh, oh the public school or the private school that's got uh, the basketball team in d1 okay cool yeah. whatever you know no no ill but oh my god and it's like i said i saw the you know me and holly when we were down there for that uh when it was we were down there during blue gold day yeah uh <laughs> down around fiserv and my god um yeah no the uh the the, the d-bag level was uh at a fever pitch <laughs> and I was like oh Oh, oh, like, nice. <laughs> like I went to UW. I graduated from UW Law School. My my dad went yeah. to UW for library school, and um, you know, like my my grandparents met UW Law School, or you know, went both went to UW Law School and everything. It's like, okay, they get a lot of that in my family. And my bro- my son has a Marquette shirt because I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's cool. I bought it for sure. him. He wanted Whatever. it, and I had no problem with it. If you're going there, you're taking out the loans for it. I ain't paying for it. But yeah, you can, <laughs> you can go true. there if you want. Yeah. So I was like, all right. No, I don't care. That's fine. Uh, he also has Badger shirts and went to like the Badger football camp. But, you know, yeah. you can root for them both because they're not in the same conference. They're not rivals. No. It's just they're, weird. They're two, they're two schools from Wisconsin, and Milwaukee hates everything Madison. Yeah. I mean, it's different. You get like some of those schools that just, you know, like, uh, Wichita State hates Kansas. Why? Because mm-hmm. Kansas ducks them. Kansas won't oh, play Wichita yeah. State. W- Wisconsin plays Marquette every year. They don't duck mm-hmm. them. They play them every year. Yeah. Like I get why they get mad about it in other states where it's like Creighton. I mean, I don't think they're mad at, at uh, Nebraska. 
because who cares? They're better than Nebraska. <laughs> they know it. Where, where's where's can where where what town is Kansas in? Kansas is in Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence, Kansas, and uh, Kansas Wichita, State is in So, so which Lawrence and Wichita for a state where everything is a long ways away from each other. Those can't be that far apart from each no. other. No, and Manhattan is not far from Lawrence either. They're all and in that kind of eastern state, right? Yeah, so they're all kind of that eastern little part there. So it's not too terribly far away from anything. Are there yeah. any universities at Kansas in Kansas City? Uh, well, there's the oh, what are they called? There, the there is um yeah umkc um yeah. i don't know if there's another one out there though i can't think of it well i guess and then mizu is just on the other side of that's it, just in springfield right up the road from kansas city it's in columbia so, isn't it yeah yeah no it's not i don't think it's in springfield i think it's in columbia missouri no then that's a little bit further away either way yeah, little, cl- little little cluster of schools right there. Arkansas is not too far away from there either. And this is why we're such a good podcast is the Missouri yeah. geographical <laughs> stuff that we can bring to you talking about, you know, <laughs> is it close to Jeff City? I don't know. Uh, how I about don't know. The greater Waynesville, St. Robert area. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know it. I was just talking about Wichita Falls, Texas the other day. <laughs> We, oh, Aaron and I both terrible place. Aaron and I both, of course, love the greater metropolitan area of Waynesville, St. Robert, because that's where Fort Leonard Wood is, home of the engineers. Dirty, home of the engineers. Fort lost in the woods, misery. Uh, but anyhow, actually, a very beautiful part of the country. This is this is how little there is to talk about. <laughs> no, it is pretty. Yeah, it's like it's I would say that about Fort McCoy too. Fort McCoy is some of the nicest geography in all, you know, ge- uh, nice yeah. geography in all of Wisconsin. You go up you there, just... where you can watch the artillery, you know, fire and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. and the tanks fire up on that ridge. Yeah, off Burma Road, and you look across the across the horizon. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's down it's into the across, drop zone, It's a lacrosse yeah. river or valley. The, no, it's the impact zone. Yeah, you see that. Yeah. Yeah, you look out across that. That's yeah. the Lacrosse River Valley, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It sits between two huge ridges. It's it, but it's Fort McCoy, so it sucks. Yeah, because you're just walking around out there in boots, and it's like I don't like this, and I'm wet, and I'm tired, and I'm hungry. I hate Fort McCoy, and that is a trout stream, and I am not fishing it. No, I'm either. going to walk across it now. <laughs> All right. So as far as anything else goes, we're I mean we're now done with college basketball for the most part. It's just. Uh, I mean, yeah. things will happen, but they won't be Wisconsin-related particularly. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Bucks go, I mean, they, they had a nice little bit there. They get to beat the mm-hmm. uh, the Kings, get to beat up on the Kings. They did give up 126, which is not great. But uh, then they go into uh, Minneapolis, and they lose to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves put up another uh, another good game. They've been hanging around well and put up 138 against the Bucks. So Timberwolves just Timberwolves just crawled out of the playing game, too. They're yeah. number six now. They're clean. They're clean into the playoffs right now. That's good. I want so, that to be the final. Bucks Wolves is, is the final I want. I mean, I want the Bucks to win nobody it. Nobody else wants. <laughs> I know, but it was so great, wouldn't it? Because I don't have a problem with the Timberwolves. They're in a different conference. Yeah. I, I'd love to see yeah, them win too. Yeah, and they've got an exciting young player and Anthony uh, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Cat Towns just, is great. Yeah, Cat just dropped sixty points the other night prior to playing the Bucks. Yeah, and and they're down. I I happened to be down there, and I was, I didn't realize. I thought they were playing in Milwaukee. I hadn't paid much attention. I guess I was down there with my wife. We went to go see. I yeah. told Aaron about this before the show, but we went to go see um, Hades Town, um, down at the yeah, Orpheum. It, it wouldn't have worked in downtown Milwaukee because they were hosting an NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's true. Now that you know, thinking about that, I did watch games where they were playing in Fireserve. Um, which was hilarious because, like the, again, the Marquette fans were super angry. Like, oh, this red around Fiserv. You're like, oh, get over it. It's not even your building. Shut you're just up. sharing it. Uh, yeah. The state paid for it. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky you're playing there and not over uh, where uh, UW-Milwaukee plays. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, so I was down in that area right by the Target Center. So there were a lot of Bucks jerseys down there, I'll tell you. It was kind of fun. I was like, oh, what's going on here? And I was like, oh, shoot, yeah. That game just yeah. finished, didn't it? <laughs> all those, all those Wisconsin, all those Wisconsin fans from the Eau Claire, Menominee, Hudson, uh, I ninety four corridor, man. Yeah. It's easier to go to a Timberwolves game, a Bucks game versus there, the Timberwolves, than it is to get all the way down to Milwaukee. There were quite a number of, of Bucks jerseys walking around downtown Minneapolis uh, as that game let out, and uh, 
you know, just kind of hanging out, going out and getting dinner. I saw a lot of kids uh, walking around downtown there. It was kind of fun. So I was like, oh, look at that. That just makes me feel happy. You know, just seeing all the number of people there just uh, in Bucks jerseys just made me happy. But, yeah, it was, um, I mean, it's not a terrible loss. They get a chance to come back here. They're going to have the Bulls. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's another important one. They're two games up on the Bulls right now in the division, it looks like. So uh, getting a chance to pull away from the Bulls is going to be important i mean two three and four are all uh, essentially tied at two and a half back from miami they're they're not actually tied like the sixers and the bucks are both 44 and 27 but the celtics are 45 and 28 so they're technically also two and a half back um but they're they're right there all together so between two and four there's you know there are three teams in, in those three spots so between those two places. Well, and I, I'm I'm full I'm full on expecting an implosion by the 76ers here pretty quick. They've got the sort of people who do it. That's that's the thing I guess is that yeah, hard, hard, Harden's lining up. Harden's lining up to be a real pain in the ass too. <laughs> and uh, and they traded away all their depth for him. So yeah, it's running out of time here too. So there's not a whole lot of games left. They'll get Chicago. Then they'll get Washington, Memphis, and then they'll get their last game against the 76ers coming up on next week, Tuesday, on the 29th. Fantastic. Yeah. Then Brooklyn, Clippers, Dallas, Chicago again, Boston, Detroit, and Cleveland. Now, Cleveland sure has fallen off the cliff here. They were they were up in second place for a while. Now they're six back of Miami and uh, hanging out in sixth place, only a game ahead of that play-in game there with uh, Toronto, seven back. So they're only a game ahead of that, uh, 10 games over 500. I mean, this is a, still a heck of a season. I didn't expect Cleveland to do anything this year, but, you know, they're hanging mm-hmm. out there. They're doing they're doing plenty. The, the Nets are just, man, that team fell apart quick, didn't they? They're down they in did, eighth place. They're, they're going to get it back together. I have more faith in them than I do in the 76ers, that's for sure. Yeah, in a playoff game, I think they also kind of realized, like, hey, being the two-seed didn't matter, did it? <laughs> you know? Well, watching watching Kyrie play against the Bucks too, man, he he's a, he's a force. Yeah, he can do things. Just yeah, They don't want to be just, in the eighth spot. They don't want to be just playing. Don't, just don't yeah. get too close to the edge of the earth so you fall off. They don't want to be playing a one-off, though. I mean, like, no. if they're playing Charlotte in a one-off, they don't want to do that, or or Atlanta or Toronto. Those are the four teams right. in that spot right now. They don't want to play any of those teams in a one-off. They want to get out of there, and they want to put Cleveland down there again. Uh, but they're three games back of Cleveland. So, yeah, it's, um, like, about, like 18 well, games left. Well, I'm talking about getting players back, oh, no, too. Less of that, sorry. Yeah, um. Go. Uh, Brooke Lopez was back the other night, though, against the Timberwolves. That was nice to see. It is good to see see him out there. He came back uh, last Tuesday, right? I think is when we were yep. talking about it, just as he was coming in and we were watching that. Yep, he was he was playing. Yeah. He actually started on Saturday against Timberwolves. And then P. Connington is uh, is back as well, and he's just good to have back. He's a, he's such a spark plug for the team. It's He's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him get his face busted open every game, too. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's telling people on Twitter. It's like, you know, if you think that Pat Connington is just plucky and scrappy, but you think Brad Davison's dirty, then you're just a Marquette fan because they're they're like the same guy. They just both of them are just fighting to get to the ball at all times. But, you know, it's Pat, like, yeah, Pat Pat's a little bit better looking. Okay, I guess I don't put a whole lot into that. I guess I, I'm sure. <laughs> is he? I don't know. It's not a big enough gap that I particularly would notice it, I guess. You know, it's not no. like the gap between me and Jason Momoa, that kind of thing. It's like, oh, there's a noticeable <laughs> gap here. Well, what happened? Like, well, oh, well, okay. Well. Um, are you the same species? He seems like a man. And John, what are you? Are you some sort of... Yeah, no, never mind. So so I don't have it in front of me right now. Do we remember where Pat Connington came from? Like what college? Oh, from his mother. Um Oh yeah, I know. Uh, shoot, I'll Wait. find it in a second if we can. So, so was was he like? Was he like? Uh, I'm looking it up right now too. So, in my um, head, I'm gonna say something like Notre Dame, but I don't know that that's right. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. You are correct, Notre Dame. Hey, how about so, that? 
this guy. Well, I'm just I'm trying to think, you know, so you're making the comparison to him and Brad Davison. And it's like, you know, because people say, you know, Brad Davison will never make it the NBA, blah, 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 whatever. Maybe not. Um, probably not. But, you know, think about like uh, Pat Connington, you know, oh, I guess he, I mean, he's one of the great backups. I don't know if. He's a he's a glue guy. He's a guy who comes in, gives you maximum effort. He does have good athleticism. He's he's more athletic than Davison. He's got better jump. I think he's taller. If Davison's only like six, is he like six three? Uh, either way, Pat. No, Davison. Well, I think Pat's yeah. a little taller than him. And he's, he's, six, he's six. He's six five, and he was a four yeah. year starter almost. He he started like not <laughs> half of his senior or his freshman year. Davison's so a five year like, starter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and so he's, you know, but Pat was, boy, he was a below 500 oh, field goal shooter, not free throw shooter. No, he's yeah, a great free throw shooter. But, I mean, his his stat line in college was pretty decent. But, I mean, he never averaged more than 13 points. He's a good three-point shooter. I mean, yeah, he's to say Davison guy, yeah. can't find his way into the league, like something like that. I mean, who, who, who had ever thought that Pat Connington being a four-year starter at Notre Dame would be a key key component of the Bucks? He's their sixth man. You know? Yeah, you don't want him starting, but you love having him on your team to get some of those minutes. He'll make a couple big plays, a couple good defensive plays. He'll get run over on a charge somewhere because he's willing to do that. Um, he's willing to take that. And it, Davison's that sort of guy, too, where he's willing to step in there, take the charge, and get knocked to the ground. And nobody gets hit and knocked to the ground more than, than him. But, yeah, that's that's what we've been missing with, with having you know playoff Pat off the the court at this point just having that bit of hustle and that that extra something having that guy coming off the bench having portis being a guy coming off the bench as opposed to a guy who has to start for you changes the dynamic of this team as well you know getting brooke out there to start it and then having that boom energy bringing you know coming in with portis and connington and and saying yep now now try to fight us while you're resting because our guys are going to come in here with like just Big energy, we'll say, <laughs> to, to edit that down for myself. But, yeah, I think that that's, that's something that's going to be good for this team as those guys are coming back into this right at the right time. The schedule's not terrible down the stretch. Uh, they get a couple chances to get Chicago. They get a chance at Philadelphia. They get a chance at Boston. And, uh, yeah, let's see how they, they roll into this and uh, finish off this season. I, I feel good about this Bucks team. They're going to finish, I think, still top three. Four is still fine. Uh, I don't particularly care that way, but th- I think they're going to be fine rolling into the playoff, and we'll see how that all goes. I think the only team in the East, there's one team in the East that has actually clinched, um, and that's just uh, Miami. <coughs> yeah, it's just Miami is the only team that's clinched so yes, far. Sir. So, yeah. And, well, at least in the East. I think the Suns are out there doing doing whatever the Suns do. But, yeah. That's that's basically all we have in terms of uh, major Wisconsin sports now, though. That's that's where we are, Aaron. And yes. so at this point, I guess that's all that's left to do is wrap everything up in the segment of our show that we lovingly call Our Last Call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. Okay, in terms of Wisconsin sports, we... We've had a couple other teams fall out here, too, as well. We had the NCAA men's hockey tournament, the only Wisconsin team left playing hockey since River Falls and Eau Claire were knocked out of the women's D3 tournament. Wisconsin was knocked out before the Final Four in the women's D1. The men's team did not make the NCAA tournament, but St. Norbert played Augsburg, and they lost 4-1. to one. Uh, The Final Four, the Frozen Four in men's hockey, will be University of New England versus Geneseo. Augsburg versus Adrian, which that's basically a championship game. Those are the two best teams left at this point, I that, would say. That's where we're at. Jeez. <laughs> They're also the first two alphabetically if you're reading them <laughs> off the list. <laughs> they are. Um, I read them reverse, I guess, from University yeah. Genesis. Yeah. But either way, that, that game's going to be great. They're playing in Lake Placid, and that'll be kind of where they go there. Um, I, would love to watch a, I would love to watch a hockey game in Lake Placid. That would be a lot of fun. It's one of the few Olympic venues that has made money after it's no longer an Olympic venue. The, is like, it? Yeah. What co- is there a college that plays there? No, they've just been able to turn it into stuff that can be used in other sorts of parks. Like people, 
they converted it into other things. People are using it. They still use the ice rink for stuff, and it'd be cool hmm. to just go there, right? I like Placid's gorgeous, too. Yeah, so. it's just kind of nice. Uh, Badger Wrestling had uh, NCAA championships this week. Three Badgers uh, finish as All-Americans. Uh, so Austin, yeah, Eric Barnett at 125 finishes seventh place. Uh, Austin Gomez at 149 finished fourth. And Dean Hamidi, a freshman at 165, finishes sixth. So, wow. Yeah, he, and he must. He must. He, it's, I. He, I haven't heard his name out of out of you so far this year. He must have had a hell of a run him. in the tournament or something like that. Well, I've talked about him. Dean Hamidi's been pretty fun this year. He's. he's oh, really? He's grown up pretty well. Um, uh, he looked not good. Paying that much attention at this point in the show. <laughs> this is the part you love. Oh, no, uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I mean, I love this part of the show. <laughs> you mean the wrestling part? But Dean Hamidi, yeah. he's got. He looks like a Greek statue with that hair of his. Um, he did okay. a gritty earlier. He got a little bit of love on uh, Twitter because he did a gritty coming off the mat. Uh, no, he's he's been fantastic, and he's a freshman. He'll be back. Eric Barnett's a junior. He'll be back. Team finished 14th overall with 38.5 points. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is this is a growing team, and they got a lot of guys coming back, and they got a couple of decent recruits that look nice coming in. It's going to be fun keeping an eye on uh, Wisconsin wrestling and, of course, our favorite wrestler, my favorite wrestler, Eric Barnett, who follows me. And uh, God, if he's listening to this show, we'd love to have you on here because it's fantastic. Absolutely. Yes, we do. Um, let's see what else we have in terms of everybody was already out in the men's D3 basketball tournament. So we didn't have anybody there because lacrosse, Oshkosh, and I'm forgetting Platteville all made the tournament, but all went out in the second round. Uh, the only team left for women's basketball was UW Whitewater. Whitewater played Amherst. We talked about this last week in the final four. They beat him 55 51. And so like Trine, Amherst, like fancy out East Amherst, out, out East Amherst. Yeah. Okay. Trine was playing hope. Guess what, Aaron hope wins. Hope so wins. Whitewater went out there playing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the championship, hoping to destroy hope. Um, Hoping against hope, I guess. And they didn't. It, what happens is hope wins, everybody. Hope, hope wins. Hope gets uh, a 71-58 victory over UW-Whitewater for the national championship in women's D3 basketball. So good that's, run. yeah, it's a good run. That's fantastic uh, year for, for the women at uh, Whitewater. But that is that is the end of that season. In men's D3, by the way, uh, Randolph-Macon in Georgia wins the national championship. They beat uh, Elmhurst after beating Marietta the week before or the day before. So that's basically Elmhurst as opposed to Amherst. Correct. Elmhurst who had beaten Wabash, which I believe is in Iowa. Dear God. Yeah. Yeah. Where's Elmhurst? We have some time. So I can see where where Elmhurst is. I was just, uh, I was just looking up Amherst. Doesn't, Doesn't look like it's that expensive to go to, actually. Elmhurst is a private university. It's a United Church of Christ university in Elmhurst, Illinois. There you oh. go. I did not know that. Wabash, I think, is in Iowa. Uh, Notable you... alumni that went to uh, Amherst. <laughs> Wabash Allen are College. the little giants. Their logo is just an average-looking person wearing red and white striped uh, bibs and a red shirt with a W on it. Like, it's just a guy. They're the little giants. They're just a normal person, basically. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. They're actually in Indiana, Crawfordsville, Indiana. But yeah, their logo oh. is an average-looking guy, basically. Sweet. I love it. Yeah, it could I, be I, you I, or I, me I was... if we, that wasn't so gray and you had all your hair. So, so when, <laughs> so, so when all the uh, Native American schools and all the other, uh, all the other uh, programs that were losing their names because of. Uh, political incorrectness and there was always a well you never name them the 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 cleveland white guys or anything like that well there is a team <laughs> that is an average the little giants is just just a, an average looking dude in bibs dude. red and white <laughs> bibs amherst notable looking. alumni kelvin coolidge teller dan brown the author oh well his uh, books are terrible jeffrey wright <laughs> burgess meredith you like this. Um, Over the second Prince of something. It goes dot, dot, dot. I don't know that. But, yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, actually, Randolph-Macon College is in Ashland, Virginia, not in Macon. 
Okay. And they are the Yellow Jackets, which is a terrible name for a team, right, Aaron? Horrible. <laughs> Worst. Aaron, the, the superior of the Yellow Jackets, so everyone knows. Yes. Uh, there's no list for notable graduates of Randolph-Macon. All right, everybody. That's really all we have at this point. We're just looking up mascots and. Um, oh, I was I was going to bring up something that we forgot ahead. during the pack. We, we forgot something during the Packer segment. And we'd be okay. Go right ahead. Bereaved? No, that's not the word bereaved. I want. Bereaved. Jeez. God, Amherst has a twelve percent acceptance rate. Good lord. Um, uh, Packers re-signed Razul Douglas oh, to right. a three-year contract, and Big Bob Tanyan is coming back as well. Very so, lead. Yeah, I was uh, really scared that uh, he was going to be gone, gone. And it looked like that if we were to keep Devontae around, he was going to be gone, gone. Because Bob was Bob had a bad start to the year because I think he was helping out a little bit more with the blocking than he wanted to. And uh, I the dude's got the dude's got top five tight ends in the league written all over him. And Razul Douglas, as long as he just keeps playing like how he was this year, great. You know, that's a hell of a tandem with him. Stokes and Jair, you know, yeah. that's a great cornerback. It's, it's a very nice group there. I feel very yeah. good about that. For, if Razul Douglas is your number three, you're doing good. So, and let me apologize as well to Marietta College, which is apparently in Marietta, Ohio, and not Marietta, Georgia. But oh, uh, I'm sorry I put you in Georgia. Um, yeah. That's that's a how lot dare, to take. How dare you? That's pretty rude you. of me. That's it is terrible. Anyhow, thank you again for joining us this week, everybody. Uh, we'll be back. Well, actually, next week, unless Aaron's going to hear on something, I'm I'm not going to be around next week. Um, uh, I'm going to be out. My my children have uh, spring break next week. We're like the latest Wisconsin school to have spring break. We have the well, very my latest. children. My children have spring break too, but I have to work for half the week, so Holly's going to take off with the kids up north. So uh, I'll be around. Uh, maybe I'll try and drum up friend of the show, Pete. See oh, what, that would be very good. Yeah, get some Bucks get, talk get, and get that going. Yeah, I was gonna say get a uh, get a little bit of playoff preview. Yeah, and then and then you'll listen to that after we're done, and then I won't have a job the next week because you'll just you'll change <laughs> it to the John in front of the Pete friend of the show Pete that podcast. So just just friend of the show Pete podcast. That sounds fun. Just just yeah, that being the name. Just get rid of us entirely and just friend of the show Pete. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you again for joining us. As we said before, remember you can follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host, and you can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny One or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening, and on Wisconsin.